Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. How do you make a great decision? Whether it's real estate or any area of your life, is what is the process you use to make a great decision when the answer is at first not apparent. Sometimes it's easy to make a great decision. You just know that you know that you know. And even your partner or the other people that you're navigating life with agree. That's kind of cool. And yet what happens when that's not the case? You know what I'm laughing? Because that seldom happens. No, because your string of words, you said, if that's not apparent. And you said, and so I'm thinking like, my parent is going to tell me what decision to make. <laughs> my parents Isn't, hopefully... Are words great? They are great. So there could be as much confusion in the decision-making as <laughs> we just got around apparent and apparent. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. So this is the inside track on real estate with the Decker team. And I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And we're going to share a process that we have learned throughout our 55 years of real estate experience. And if you count the kids and the other team members, we're at like 80 years worth of real estate experience, which is kind of incredible and yet awesome. And so (laughs) through that, because now we can pass it on, we can make better decisions, live in more calm and cool and collected state, which if you know our family a little bit, it's a pretty dynamic flow of energies. Hmm. That's a good way of putting it. It certainly is. And so making decisions can sometimes be demanding for us. And potentially you find the same thing. I hear from people often that even though one person may be adamant about this is how the decision is going to be made, another person in the decision that gets to buy in on the decision doesn't see it quite like that. So we're going like to buying learn, cars. Like buying cars. Oh, that's another whole story. That sends us to the deep side between each other, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> and we just purchased a car not too long ago. So it was a great communication, a great synergy of ideas. It was. It turned out great. And I didn't get my truck. <laughs> but she got an all-wheel drive car to drive in the winter time. You and I get her rear-wheel drive. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a win-win to me. Yeah, sure was. <laughs> you were as excited <laughs> as I was. He makes me sound like the bad guy. Have you ever noticed that sometimes in decision-making, one person is made out to be like the bad guy? Well, yeah. I usually get that dubious honor. And she gets my car as soon as the snow tires go on. Right. And I get her car. Correct. That works. Yeah, and you get the convertible all summer, and I get to drive it in the winter. It's perfect. <laughs> it's a great solution. It was. You were excited about it when you came up with the idea. Anyway, so how do you make a decision that you can still play about later? Because obviously that was a decision that I didn't realize still has some energy attached to it. Only every time I see a nice truck go by. Okay, only then. <laughs> okay, so we're going to learn today the five steps of creating a great decision that both people will feel great about in the moment and down the road. Yeah, and the cool thing is this, although we could have used it for the vehicle issue, we didn't. And yet you can use this 
tool, mm -hmm. this process, mm -hmm. or process, depending on whether you're a US friend or a Canadian friend, you can use this tool for any major decision. Right. Not so it's just deciding whether you buy or sell a house. Right. And it's really a play structure. It's a play structure. It's a play structure because it's play. You get to play with pretty bright colors. So if you're listening right now, you won't see that I am holding up a bright yellow, bright pink, bright green, and bright blue post-it note pads, three by three pads. And so you will want to go and purchase, whether it's post-it brand or another brand, doesn't matter, four colors of <laughs> Post-it notes. Now, Ken, I am going to let you share. Yes, you have to, because otherwise I'll laugh through the rest of the show. Okay. Because I know the inside track on post-it notes. I know. Yetta hates spending money on post-it <laughs> notes. She hates it when our staff say, we need post-it notes. <laughs> and for some reason, she has this affinity against spending money on post-it notes. She thinks they're a waste of money. She thinks they're a pain in the rear, <laughs> that they don't go in the right spot. They stick all over the place and they fall off. And they look and messy. They, they look messy. Whereas if you just kept a journal and wrote all your notes in there and then you cross them off when the things are done, you wouldn't have to have post-it notes. Isn't that Correct. But Yetta found a reason to have post-it notes and now she's an advocate. And I think we're going to have to get some stocks in 3M because she's advertising people should buy post-it notes. And actually, I got an email from a client <laughs> just yesterday saying, oh, Yetta, after meeting with you and after realizing we, we utilize this decision-making process with ourselves as well as with clients and, and encourage others to do it because what it does is it takes away the angst in the conflict in a lot of major decision-making when the answer is not at first equally apparent to both people or all people making the decision. And so she sent me an email and I kind of laughed for about an hour, maybe longer, because it said, I am so pumped. I'm so excited after meeting you and I'm on my way to the store to buy four colors of post-it notes. And I'm so thrilled. And I thought, oh my goodness, you what? You could be the, the, the poster girl for 3M. I know, which if anybody knows me, knows that extra paper products, <laughs> whether it's paper towel, whether it's Kleenex, whether it's paper napkins, whether it is post-it notes, those things that are like discretionary paper items, yes, I believe those are all discretionary, <laughs> make me crazy. So I have cloth napkins and they're beautiful. And yes, I have 150 of them, so you don't have to worry. I can wash and recycle them. I like cloth. I don't enjoy paper on my mouth. Ick. And so it's a waste. And you, why do you need a paper towel? Use a cloth. <laughs> and use an old cloth or a rag and throw it out when, if it's really gross, the stuff you're picking up. Like, it's not that tricky. You're on a little rant here. <laughs> this is kind of interesting. <laughs> so that is an example of why Ken could not contain himself until <laughs> I confessed my shock at... My Shock joy. and awe over here. Shock, Shock and, and awe, awe about my delight in, in pink, post. blue, yellow, and green post notes. All right, on to step number one. And another. Do they have to be the colors? No. No, they could be any color. They can be. As long any as they're color. different colors. As long as they're four different colors. I chose four that were bright and brilliant because you really actually, one of the secrets to this 
whole process is to make it happy. I said play structure because it needs to be play and it is very structured. So there is definitely a structure involved, except it's a play structure and it's not a big one in your yard, so it doesn't take up the same amount of space. How great is that? So step number one is pray, ponder, get together on just the whole process or the desire to make this decision. Remembering that you're actually on the same team. I actually <laughs> want Ken to be happy. If you watched the previous show, it was around his garage renovation or his forgotten room, and it's now a beautiful room. Um, I actually want him happy. And so even if it's not something that makes me happy, it makes me happy because it makes him happy. Likewise, my creative room being well-equipped with three sets of cutting machines um, makes him happy because it makes me be able to have my never, friends over I to play. I said that. <laughs> but, I, but I like that you want me to be happy. That's good. I like that. That makes me happy. <laughs> and so remembering that you're actually part of the set you want what's best for the collective team. And sometimes that means working through a process. So remember it means buying post-it notes for them. Sometimes it means buying post-it notes. So yes, remember you're on the same team. Pray and ponder is step one. Yes. Be in that How many calm steps are we state. gonna do? Five. Five steps? Five steps. We to making a great decision. Five steps to making a great decision. We believe we can handle it each and every time. I love the first step. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Great. Why do you love it, Ken? I know you're waiting for me to ask. Well, because when you pray, it does two things. One, you might actually hear the answer from God. <laughs> and then you don't need to post it notes because God will just tell you. Or it also puts you in that mode, that, that mood, that mode, that modality of accepting and being open to what mm. to what's coming it prepares your heart for the conversation so you're not stuck in your own particular way you're open to hearing the other ideas and it gives you an opportunity in this process that you know you're going to be able to uh, process your own ideas and have them heard as well as hear the other person's ideas so right. yeah it's exciting cuz unity Right. Unity will come out of this, provided both people remove any chips that are on your shoulders as they begin the process. Yes. No chips. No potato chips? No potato chips either, because those crunch and that grease and that smell can be really <laughs> distracting and annoying to at least one or two of the people in this situation. So, and my new trainer says potato chips are... No. No longer. No, no more. So that's awesome. It will make our car rides much more pleasant. So that's a story for another day. Else. Yep. So pray, ponder, get unity, get on the same page, and attempt to be prepared to put yourself in the other person's shoes. You don't have to do it just yet. And yet, as we move through to step four, you're going to want to be putting yourself, be open to hear what the other person has you're to gonna say. You're going to need to buy bigger shoes. If you want me to put get in them because they're too small for my feet. Figuratively. Figuratively. <laughs> oh, figuratively. Okay. Okay. Number two is arrive at the question you actually want answered. And you're thinking, well, I already have that. Well, my experience with many of my clients and with even us and our family members and those that we uh, work with this decision-making process with 
I would tell you that often the question that you think you're asking or need answering, it may mm. be question number two or question number three. It may be not the core question that actually needs answered. So I'll give you an example. Thank you. I was just going to ask you for an example because I'm lost. I don't know. Maybe you're lost too. <laughs> September 28th, there was a great show that you may want to go back and watch that was how to decipher between reality and TV. Amazing show. couple clients of ours, we've helped them five or maybe it's six times now, buy and sell real estate, buy investment properties, property out of area. They love us. And so they were some time away from making a move. And yet they wanted to know, the question was, what renovations do we make in our house? So that's Clayton and Shelly you're speaking about. Right. Yes. Okay. And you can, so their invitation for me was, that's a great question. Let's have that conversation on the inside track on real estate. So they joined me on September 28th. And so you'll want to go back and watch that show because they actually have a whole lot of brilliance and they came with the questions and we uncovered a lot of great stuff. And then the next step after we accomplished that was to meet in their home. So the question was, what renovations do we have to do? And I said, okay, when are you planning on moving? Well, we actually don't know for sure if we are. Well, I'm thinking, knowing whether we are or are not planning on moving in the next one to five years or one year, three years, five years, 10 years or beyond, will change how I answer or direct you to answer the question around what renovations to make. Absolutely. So it was a great question. It just wasn't the right question in their scenario. So we identified on the show and just as we had our initial phone consultation, that the real question was, do we want to build on our lakefront property and move to a lake house? Or do we want to stay in the home we have and renovate it to stay hmm. for the next 10 to 15 to 20 years? Right. And so that question, they actually didn't have an answer to. Yeah. And they really didn't have any tension between each other. Did they or did they? Yeah. Okay, so tell me a little bit about how they were, what they were thinking and what they were feeling right. before you got there. Okay, so they were, th Shelly was thinking, I don't want to do a lot of renovations. I don't want to spend a lot of money that's not going to give me a return. And so her, like her desire would be to invest less and had certain ideas about where the money ought to be invested, where it ought to be invested. Mm -hmm. And Clayton, on the other hand, felt that it was better to spend more money and invest in like a higher, a better quality kitchen. The kitchen is in great shape. It's well maintained. It just isn't to today's standard. Like it's not today's taste or so that's style. That's what they were thinking. That's now, what they were, how were they feeling? thinking. They, they were feeling some, and I, you know, this is, this is their story, not my story, so I want to be careful here. <laughs> they were feeling um, a little at odds with each other. So I could feel a tension. I've known them well over 20 years and adore them, and we've had lots of interactions. So I could feel the tension. So they were mm -hmm. feeling a little at odds with each other because they wanted, they both wanted the right answer. They just didn't believe the same answer was the right answer. Hmm. So, so they're both looking for wisdom. Yeah. They have their own set of ideas right and there was 
not conflict, but tension, because yeah. they want to be in the same camp, but right now they're in separate camps around how much to spend, what things to do. And how much time to invest, and who should do the work. So, I mean, there's a lot of questions when you start to open up the conversations. It's not just what do we do, it's then, okay, so now how do we do it? And the great news is they had just done a powder room renovation, which exposed the magnitude of just doing that. And so to see that amplified through a couple of other bathrooms, another kitchen, some flooring, was a little daunting. A powder bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> you mean the thing to, with a sink and a toilet? You're not allowed to laugh. Oh, Because that's, that's sorry. not kind. Sorry, Clayton and Shelley. He's sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just, you know, that's not on the scope of big renovations. That's a, That would be one of the smaller ones. And so if there was angst in that one, <laughs> then there was a setup for a fair bit of angst in mar larger renovations. Absolutely. Right. So that's what they were thinking, feeling, and saying slightly different things and not even necessarily recognizing that they were maybe a strong word, in opposition to each other's thoughts. Mm -hmm. And yet they wanted to sell the home quickly when the home came on the market, so there was agreement for that. There was agreement that if they were going to move, that it would probably be to the lake house. And yet we opened up all kinds of conversation, which then the secondary question became around what renovations to do, except there was no point in answering that question until we knew, do we want to build on the lake property? And what was the answer to that question? Well, that was where this little post-it system <laughs> came in beautifully and handy. And they would not actually tell me this, the answer until I did come to their house and walk through it as they, Clayton actually, <laughs> revealed every aspect of their thinking. And so it was actually quite a thrilling experience. So once you've got the question, got to get the question. What is the real question? And that may mean a little quick phone consult first. It may mean listening to this show. We're going back and listening to that show because we kind of touch on this because this is the life work I gave them to do after the show, which was around reality, deciphering between reality and TV. So you want to get that question. Without the question, if you're answering the wrong question, the whole thing is pointless. That's true. So whatever big decision you want to make a great decision around, know what the question is. Right. And that sounds so easy, and yet it's not. Often we have a different perspective of what the question is. So it may mean get somebody outside of the little tiny circle to ask you a few questions to get to the real question. So once you get the real question, you now want to get gather some information. You want to gather the information you need to be able to figure out what the pros and the cons are from your perspective as it relates to that decision. Mm. And that's where the post-its come in, right? I'm so right. excited about hearing this. We've been doing this. I know, but so, I'm still excited about hearing it. Okay. Okay. So it's because the whole post-it journey with Ken and I, that's what has <laughs> him so excited. Anyway, I would give Ken, what colors would you like? Um, I'll take blue and the lime green color. And, you know, that's fascinating because I knew those were the two he would choose. Well, yeah. Blue because it's a boy color and it's actually the color of his garage. Yeah, so it's very close listen, to this color, actually. Is, if you didn't listen to the show last week, you'll want to. It's around the forgotten room and his blue walls, the same color as a post-it note. Mm -hmm. So now I'll always think of post-it when I come can, home. You can watch it on 
a YouTube Decker team channel. Right. So he's choosing blue and green. I'm choosing, by default, pink and yellow. And green he likes because it's for go and it's for wealth. And so when you make the right decision, it's a wealthy decision and it will serve you well, whether you're building financial wealth or relational wealth or any other kind of wealth for that matter. So what we would do is you would grab your base color. So your base color is going to be blue. That's my base color? Yep. My base okay. color would be pink and in an independent space, ideally in a separate room, so there can be no talking, no huffing, no sighing, no exasperation, no little digs, because I've watched this with we many of our... We can't do that because we're on the air, so we can't go to separate rooms right now. Right. I understand. Okay. When you're doing the process, ideally go to separate spaces, because there'd be less inclination or desire to shout something out. I've walked through this process <laughs> with quite a few out. of my clients, <laughs> And sometimes I get to see pieces of the process with them, and they'll keep repeating the very thing that they want to drive home. So what do I do with this? Right. So you're going to write all of the cons. The cons. All of the cons. All of the reasons not to do the thing, or all the negative aspects around doing. Like the amount of work or the, uh, we might lose money, or there's going to be a penalty on the mortgage, or that kind of stuff? Yeah. Yes, okay. Okay, if it's a real estate decision, if it's another decision, it, the cons will be quite different. Mm -hmm. So you're independently going to write all your cons down. That's step three, and that's part A. Now, part B of step A is after you've done that, and you may use five, you may use ten, you may use twenty, you're going to take each con, and on a scale of one to five, you're going to give it the amount of weight that you believe that aspect has. So if it's the money conversation, let me use one high or five high? Five is high, okay. one is low. So Important one means no. low priority, five <clears throat> means very weighty. Very weighty. Very weighty. Because if we just counted up the number of pros and cons, that doesn't actually give us a clear picture. That's been the challenge I've had with this kind of process, because we can do it on a sheet of paper too. This is way more fun because you can play with post-it notes and it's a play structure. So in the top right-hand corner, you will put your weighty number. Weighty, yep. Weighty Between number. one and five. One, one and is five. Uh, not that big a deal and five is, ooh, that's going to be a lot of work or that's stressful. That, that's or, a big deal. That's like, a big deal. That's weighty to me. Okay. So you're going to do that on every con that you have on your first packet of post-it notes. Okay, got it. But you don't have to use the whole packet. Just, no, just you as could. Many, just as many cons as you get. Right. As many okay. cons as you have. And you're not sharing with your partner whether you got the same number. You are not discussing this. This is an independent work alone project. Do you know that you have yellow and I have like a lime color? And so mm -hmm. when they get together, we'll have lemon lime. Okay. <laughs> Even Dan shook his head and went, are you <laughs> kidding me, Ken Decker? That is the lamest joke yet. <laughs> Anyway, it was kind of funny. I love lemon lime. So, on the yellow or the green, or the green in this case. Yep. Your you're secondary going, Your secondary pack. Whatever color that may be. Right. You're going to write all the pros. All the advantages. Closer to family. More time to be at home. Shorter commute. Whatever you see the advantages to be. Bigger garage. Right. Smaller garage. Place to put our stuff. Right. He'll be home more. Those kinds of things, or be home less, depending on whether you want home or not. Um, so you're going to write those down as many as you can come up with, 
And then again, you're going to weight that aspect on a scale of one low, five high in the top right hand corner. Yes. That's how heavy. How heavy. So that is step number B. Now. How can a number be B? Letter. Unless it's algebra. Three B. It could be. A number could be B. Okay, I'll give you that. (laughs) Three B. Now, (laughs) then you're just going, you've done that independently. You're just going to bring nicely with a great attitude your post-it notes into the collective room. Collective room? A collective room. Do we have to get one of those or is that just a room where we come and collect our ideas? Right. Okay. Come and share our ideas. So it could be the living room, it could be the dining room, it could be the kitchen. Neutral space. Neutral space. Any space that is neutral to both. Switzerland. Just go to Switzerland. Go to Switzerland. Don't go into the garage. (laughs) We're going to come see you, Samia. Yep. Anyway, in Switzerland, friends in Switzerland oh, we have that I met in Mexico. Switzerland? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So we'll go there. Um, <laughs> oh, it was a tangent. Yeah, it okay. was. So you're going to come together. That's math too, by the way. Yes, we're going to okay. come together. And no more jokes. No more jokes. We're running low You're on going time. to use a piece of Bristol board. One side's going to say pro, one side's going to say con. Yes. You're going to take all of your notes... If we don't have a bristle board, could we just like you use a dry erase marker and sure. write it on our window? Sure. Okay, good. Dry erase marker on a window, a whiteboard, a bristle board. One side's pro, one side's con. You can kind of remember your colors. Not yep. that tricky. Yep. You're going to then have a come-together conversation. You're going to see which ones match. Oh, some mm. might match. Some might match. So it's kind of like the matching game. And if they match, what do you do? You put them... A little bit on top of each other. You really do want to go watch this show. Give me a blue one, please. So <laughs> if it is a con, and we both have one post-it, and we would simply do them like this, so you could see both weightiness. You can put either color on top. It so, makes no so difference. the same con, but one might have more weight to me and less weight to you, but it's the same con. Right. So you put it on top of each other. Right. Okay. Matching cons on top of each other. Matching pros on top of each other, and then you place them on the board. And then step number, oh, you can actually borrow each other's pros and cons. So you may still pull Mm. out some more post-its and add a few more to match. So if you have a con that I really like and I've forgotten to mention it, then I could steal yours and add one of my colors on top of your color. Or underneath, yep, and add the weight. So that... Yeah, we know we're on the same page on that particular Correct. Con. So we can find it's okay. an area of coming together, which is fantastic. That's great. And then number five, based on having done all that work, it usually becomes really clear when you start to do the adding up of the numbers, the weights around each one. It's not about how many are on each side of the pro-con list. It's about the weightiness. So there may be three cons that will outweigh 20 pros just because of the amount of energy that would be associated to that negative energy on the or positive yeah right so by doing that your answer is going to be there you've just made an amazingly wise decision that's so cool i know what a great process yeah takes a little bit of time probably one to five hours depending on who you are and how big a deal the decision is going to be but our clients have been telling us somewhere between one and five and most Almost always, it's clear. And it's not always the answer they thought they were going to get. One person now sees it very differently because they got to think about it from a totally different perspective. Mm-hmm. And it started with getting a little bit of wise counsel. Yeah. And actually, we got to give a little shout out to Jeffrey because Jeffrey yes. taught us this 
method when he was doing some consulting with us around our business model with Solid Rock Realty and what we were going to do with the company and how we were going to pivot. And um, that was a great process. We spent hours with him. And yeah. So wise decision often takes a little bit of time and energy and at the end of the day it is all worth it so we're so grateful that we get to move forward together with you and if you want a little more detail on this process watch the show three or four times or give us a call you can reach us at 613-860-4663